Welcome to Level Up, a podcast for independent artists navigating the Asian music industry. I'm your host, Giselle Ko. I'm a music journalist, the founder of Platform Asian Pop Weekly, and an all-around Mandopop nerd. Join me in taking control of your career as an artist, and I'll show you how to make the most of it. Hey guys, welcome back again to our Level Up podcast. As the interested, my name is Giselle and I hope that you've enjoyed all the episodes of our podcast so far. On the previous podcasts, we've talked about defining yourself, your branding and positioning as an artist. But after all that work's been done and put into planning, you might be thinking, okay, what now? How do I implement this new positioning and start branding myself in a more consistent and authentic way? So before we get into the implementation part, which is going to be the main theme of this podcast, some of you may be thinking that consistency seems like a lot of work. To you, it might not seem particularly creative because it's just banging stuff out and planning stuff and you're like, oh, well, why can't I have someone to do that for me? Because I just have the ideas in my head and I want someone to help me execute them. Or maybe you're thinking I'm not the best person to be executing it at this point. But consistency in branding is super important. It is one of the foundations of being an artist. If the positioning research that we had done in the past was the blueprint, then consistency in implementation is the the foundation. And as I said before, you may not be in that position where you as an artist are ready to have other people on your team helping you to implement these things. So it's either you or no one. <laughs> that's, the, that's the basic gist of it. So before we got into the nitty gritty of the implementation, I wanted to share why I especially think that consistency in branding is super important. There is a principle in marketing called Integrated Marketing Communications. So it's built on the aim of creating a synergistic effect, which can only be created when all communications on various outputs are putting out the exact same message. So in marketing, I guess this can be used in different forms. So maybe they might be talking about um, different social media all having the same consistent message. Or if it's an ad, then maybe all the different platforms that the ad is going to be put out on, they should also be having the same consistent branding and message. But in the but this concept is also very relevant to music business because it's basically an industry where communication is key. You're putting out your message on various different platforms. And in some ways, I feel like it might be even more hard to control than marketing because you are a living, breathing person. And you are going to be putting out your message in different ways on all these different pr- platforms because that's what you do as creatives. You can't have the same message on all the platforms because that wouldn't wouldn't be creative. So, um, but either way, I think that this integrated marketing communication strategy is super important, uh, and it's something that I implemented myself, especially when I was working on Evangeline's campaign and everything that I've done so far. I always have a very particular preference for making things consistent. But back to why exactly integrated marketing communication works. Once all the messages on the different platforms or in the different channels are all consistently leading back to the same theme or topic, we are said to have a greater result 
from all these messages combined than those that were going out separately and not in coordination. So for example, if, if the same message is going out on various platforms, you're going to get a synergistic effect where all these efforts are going to amount to something greater than you even imagine that all these singular outputs could have done. So for example, uh, in Evangeline's case study, we did several things. Maybe we made her branding consistent on her social medias. We made her branding consistent on uh, when she did her media interviews and all that. But the synergistic effect of that was not just that everything was consistent on all these platforms. But at the end of the day, as Evangeline herself said, she felt like she now had a greater understanding of this direction and she could push this this branding that we created together to the next level and continue to use it and transform it at her own will on her artist journey. So that is the synergistic energy that I hope that everyone can find if they implement this well. And on the flip side, if you're putting out different and even conflicting messages about yourself as an artist or your music, then you, you're basically cannibalizing your own attempts to make any progress. Because if your message is different on all these platforms, it's not going to stick. For example, if your fans are going to find you on these different platforms and all the messages are different, they're go- not going to be able to receive it as well as if you're putting out the same exact message or not, not exact, but like the same strain of thought across all these platforms. So it is when your communication efforts, be them through social media, press to colleagues, all of that, if they are consistent and complementary, that is when all efforts come together to create the most value for you and your brand. So that's it for my marketing geek talk, but let's get started on the execution of everything. So basically, I don't think there's one right way to do this, but for me, when I talk about Um, implementing positioning efforts in the field of music business, we can vaguely classify them as tangible efforts and abstract efforts. So under tangible, I would classify written or visual communications that are already present on platforms, such as your social media, artist bio, or your website. So basically, these would be mediums on which representations of you already exist and can be easily edited. But under abstract, I will classify basically any other channel through which you brand yourself. And it's not exactly something that, oh, you can delete a paragraph and put something else in. So, but instead, this is based more on how you hope to update these non-tangible aspects in the future. So this one's a little bit harder to understand, but I would think about it as things such as your onstage persona, um, the way you choose your songs during gigs, the way you respond to fans or interviews, um, and the look and feel and the way you write your copy of your future social media posts. These are all things that I would loosely uh, list under this category. So basically, now that we've got our blueprint set, let's get started. Beginning with the tangible side of things, it's a pretty simple logic. So If I were you, I would make a list of all the platforms that your artist content is available on. So make sure that it's places where this is easily editable, either photos or in writing. And do an audit of things that may have to be changed in light of your new positioning. Maybe you might want to write a new bio and add it to all the relevant platforms. Or maybe your artist deck or one sheet needs to be refreshed. In any case, make a list of all pertinent platforms or places and roll out the implementation consistently through your checklist. 
For abstract, this is a little bit more tricky as it's not exactly something you can implement right this second, but it is something that you'll have to make a mental note of or even write a plan and eventually make these practices into a habit. So again, for this section, you can start by brainstorming pertinent parts of your positioning, which need to be updated. The difference here will be that in order to keep yourself accountable, under these dot points, you're going to have to write down points on exactly how you plan on getting there. So for example, if one of the points that you want to talk about is your social content, you want to adopt a more consistent color palette, then maybe sub points for this on how you would get there might be creating a color guide or using an app to plan your Instagram feed before you post photos. So another example might be uh, you could create a custom filter which could be used consistently across all your photos to keep your branding accurate. If there are any ways to make these roadmap points even more quantifiable, make sure you do that so that you can keep yourself on track and accountable rather than leaving any leeway of doubt or letting yourself off the hook basically. And whenever in doubt, remember this. A habit takes 21 days to change. So if you're unsure about how to go about creating a roadmap for implementing certain positioning efforts, think about what you can do to push this task forward in the space of 21 days and write that down. So that's basically it. I know that it all kind of seems like a lot, but one word of advice. Keep at it. I know it might not feel like what you signed up for when you were like, oh, I want to be an artist, I want to make this into my career, and things might seem a little more complicated than you expected, but I'm sure if you keep at it, it will become second nature to you, just as it has for me as a content creator. And the fact that these simple steps are going to become second nature to you when you keep at it, while others are still muddling around like unsure of how to take charge of their careers, that in itself will become your competitive edge. So I guess it's time for me to stop talking and time for you to start writing or planning or implementing. But before we go, I do have some freebies for you guys. To go along with this episode on implementing your positioning, we've created an implementation checklist to keep you on track. It has a more complete range of examples of tangible and abstract channels to help you along with your brainstorming and self-reflection and also some suggested actions for the abstract channels to kick off your brainstorming process. Sign up to our mailing list to receive the worksheets and remember that this is the last week we'll be offering these supplementary materials for free. If you'd like to continue allowing us to help you get the most out of your music business, be sure to subscribe to the Level Up tier of our Asian Pop Weekly Patreon page where each episode's supplementary worksheets will be hosted in the future. So be sure to follow me on Asian Pop Weekly on most platforms for little tidbits and also more news on Mandarin and Asian music. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye! The Level Up Podcast is brought to you jointly by Blossoming Bridge Creative and Asian Pop Weekly. Be sure to follow on our socials at Asian Pop Weekly and also check out our website if you're looking for more Mandarin or Asian music content. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast, be sure to like, subscribe and follow and we'll see you on the next one.